Jewish audio on Chabad.org. The help of Hashem, we are learning Bavakama Daf Pei Dalid. We left off on Daf Pei Dalid Amid Aleph by the two dots, six lines from the top of the Amid. We are in middle of learning this amazing sugya. When the Torah tells us that when a person damages another person, Ayin Tachas Ayin, if God forbid the assailant blinded the victim's eye, the literal reading of the Pasuk is, is an eye for an eye. And we all have a Messiah that an eye for an eye does not mean literally. It means a financial compensation. The question is, where do we see from the Torah itself that ayin tachasayin is not to be taken literally? So up until now, we already had two proposed limudim. And now, one of them was refuted. And now we continue. Tanya Idach again, Peydalid, six lines from the top of the Amid. As we all know, means a financial compensation. Says the Maybe it means literally an eye for an eye. So adds the Bach, Amrat, I'll tell you, if the assailant himself was already blind, this he may, and he blinds the victim, or if the assailant was already a kiteyam, a person who was an amputee. Vikita and he severed someone's limb, or chigeid, you get the idea, or if the assailant was already lame, vichigeid, and he crippled someone else. Here, how can Bezdin inflict a reciprocal wound if that would have been the meaning of the Pasik when you can't do that because he's blind already? And like Rashi adds, as we had in the previous sugyam, Right, look, mamish on top, the end of the first line on top. If you're going to respond, okay, wherever the assailant was already crippled, was already lacking in that limb, maybe there, charge him money. In other words, there should be an option. Ideally, ayin, tachas ayin, literally, when you can't, then charge money. Let's finish inside the Rashi. V'chitema heicha nishkol memayna. And if you're going to say that in such a case, so now let's go back in the Gemara, that also cannot be. Why not? Because the Pasuk says, that there should be one law applied to all of you. It has to be a law that applies equally. So we can't have a scenario where sometimes the punishment is A, another time the punishment is B. So since in a case where the assailant is already blind, you cannot fulfill the ayin tachasayin mamish, that's from where we know that it means mamin, and if it means mamin, then nishpat echad, always the assailant has to pay money. End of b'raiso. So now says the Gemara, Amri, they asked, umai koshia, what kind of proof do you have? From the Mishpat Echad, Dilma, why don't you say, Heicha the Efshir Efshir? Ayin Tachasayin means literally, and when it's possible to make this reciprocal wound by blinding the eye of the assailant, by severing the hand of the assailant, that is the only punishment. And Heicha the Efshir, when it's not possible, 
because he's already a cripple, then then you can't do it, and therefore you don't do anything. What's going to be against the Mishpat Echad if once you have to blind the eye of the assailant and the other time you have to charge him money? That's not good. But if the rule will be, really, if you can't, you can't, that would work. And he won't have to do anything. And I'll prove to you that such a thing is acceptable, asks the Gemara, because, because if you won't accept such an argument, refers to a human being, a person, who God forbid is already terminally ill, so he's called a treifa, if he murders a healthy person, now by the way, before we go on, in Sanhedrin we're going to learn that in the case of the opposite, if a person who's healthy murders a treifa, even though he violated thou shall not murder, even if he took away a minute of his life, if he was going to live a minute longer, chaya, sha'a is life, but the penalty in Beisden of a murderer getting killed is not done if someone, God forbid, murdered, it's called murder, a treifa. Now, here in the opposite case, if someone who is a treifa, if he, God forbid, murdered a healthy person, and as Rashi speaks out, very importantly, in that case, the treifa will not be put to death. Why not? Because how does Basin put someone to death for murder? You have to have Adim that testify. Adim that testify that a treifa killed someone, their edus is never accepted. Why not? We just had this a few days ago because of a rule that everyone accepts that if Edom cannot become Edom Zaymimim, you don't accept them to begin with. Now think it through. Why can't these Edom become Edom Zaymimim? Because what's the din of the Edom Zaymimim? Whatever they wanted to do, if they were lying, happens to them. In the case where Edom, let's say, if they were lying by claiming that a treifa murdered, in that case, Bezdin would not kill the treifa. Why not? Let's say if two people are lying by saying Reuven killed Shimon. Basin won't kill Reuven, he's already a dead person. So you can't say that the Adam are trying to cause someone to get killed, he's already dead anyway. So you can't do to the Adam what you would do to Reuven because it's not the same. Reuven is a dead person already. The two Adam are healthy. And being that there are Adam, Shiyatu Yochalazima, you don't accept the Adam. So therefore, back in the Gemara, Trefa that kills a person, what can you do to the Trefa? Nothing. But one second, the Torah says that if someone murders, you put him to death. But nevertheless, you see that wherever you can't, you can't. It's not the end of the world. The Torah gives one mishpat. If someone, Reuven, murders Shimon under the circumstances where he's amazed and there's Edim and Asra, Reuven is put to death. But whenever you can't, and therefore, here also, what's Rab Shimon Bar Yechai's Raya, Ayin Tachasayin, has to mean Mamayin, just because if someone is already blind and he blinded someone else, and therefore, there's no proof. We refuted the proof. Asks Rabbi Kiva Eger a Gavaldika question. Let's hop on and look on the side, the Gilin Ashas. How are they refuting it from the case of a Trefa Shaharag? Let's read it inside. Kashali asks Rabbi Kiva Eger, What kind of proof do you have from there? You, do you know why a treifa that kills a shalim will not be killed? Not because You know why? Because Beisden doesn't know that the treifa killed. How does Beisden know something? Based on witnesses. If the halacha does not allow you to accept the witnesses, then Beisden Taka doesn't know. 
So you can't refute it by proving that really mishpat echadia lekulchem shavu lekulchem, and if we find I echad loyefsher loyefsher doesn't refute the mishpat echad. Over there, we never know that a treifa killed the shalem. Va'amri shama be'emes le'arik. Bezdin has to say maybe he didn't kill. Imkei in my parchinen, what's the refutation from this case? Hashapir miskai mishpat echad. If one murders and Bezdin knows, you always kill the murderer. There's no exception to that. In the case of Trefa Shaharik, Bezin doesn't know that he killed because they don't accept the Edis. What are we suggesting over here? Maybe I and Tachasayin is Mamish. I, if the assailant is blind, you don't do anything. Don't do anything. Maybe that's not Mishpat Echad. So Bekitzer, he remains with the Tzadachim. Let's go back into the Gemara. Okay, this Gemara is Gavalik. Let's go case by case by case. Next. So now the Gemara gives another Braiso. We're starting with Braises and then we're going to go on to different statements of Amoyroim. All to show you how do we know from the Torah a hint that Ayin, Tachas Ayin is only Mamein. There was a Tan in the Yishiv of Rabbi Yishmol that Amar Kram, and he's quoting a Pasik from, from Parshas Emoir. And we started learning this Pesukim in the previous year, Perik Chav Dalid, that's in Chumash Vayikro, Parshas Emoir. Pasik Chav, the Pasik says, Shever Tachashevin, Ayin Tachasayin, Shein Tachashein. Then the Pasik continues, Kasher Yitain Mumba Adam, like the assailant put a, a injury in his fellow, Kain Yinosain Boy, so you put into him. And what's the literal meaning? You do to him what he did to others. So says the Tana Devei Rabbi Shmuel. Let's read it inside. Kain Yinosain Boy, Zak, the Tana Einesina Elamamin. The word is not Kain Ye Asaloi, as Ataka says previously. There. Kain Ye Nasin, so you give. The word Nesina is a remes to something that's given from hand to hand, which is money. If that's the case, in the ratio of the same Pasik. Not speaking about the penalty, but speaking about the crime. When the Pasik says, Kashid Yitain Mumba Adam, like if one man. This is the assailant. Yitain mumba adam. Hachinami demamin hu. So just like in the ratio of the Pasik, yitain means a wound, maybe in the sefer, when it says kain yin nasin boy, means the punishment is to wound him back. Kasha. Amri, they answered that the vei rabbi yishmal kra yiseira darshei. Their limud was not from the lashon of kain yin nasin, from the word nasina, but it was from the fact that the whole Pasik is extra. Why? We just quoted Pasik chaf. If you have a chumash, again, Vayikr, Chavdalit, Chav, now the Gemara says, look one Pasig back. That Nichti, behold, Ksivit says in Pasig Yutes, Mamish, almost the same thing. That the Ish ki yitin mumba misoi, kasher asa, kein ye asaloi. The trader already said what he did is done to him. So the kasher is, the whole Pasig Chav, kein ye nasen by lamali. Ah, it's from the extra, kein ye nasen by shmamina mamain. That's a good raya. Now asks the Gemara, Kasher Yitin Mumba Adam Lamali. Why did we need Taka Deresha of Pasik Chav? The Pasik could have said, Shever Tachashever, Ain Tachasain. Like we said, 
And the Pasuk could have says, Kain Yenasen Boy. So for that, the Gemara says, that's not a Kasha. Because either the Boy Michtov, Kain Yenasen Boy, since the Torah wanted to write the extra words, Kain Yenasen Boy, to give you a remez, that the punishment is something that's Nesina, which is Mamain, Kasav Nami, Kashiyit and Mumba Adam. So this is, this proof stands. Next. The very Rabchia, Tana, Tana, and the Yeshiva of Rabchia learned the following. And he's quoting a Pasuk, in Chumash Dvarim, and Pasha Shoiftim, and the Pasha of Adam Zoimimim, where the Torah says, Loi Sachais Einecha, words, if you find the Adam to be liars, don't have Rachmanas on them, right? Don't allow your eyes to be merciful. It says, Nefesh be Nefesh, Ayin be Ayin, Shein be Shein, Yod be Yod, Regal be Regal. So Amar Cross, since the Pasik says, Yod be Yod, hand, literally, in a hand, What's the hand in a hand? Ah, dabar hanitin miyad liyad. Something that's given from a hand to a hand. And what is given from hand to hand? Mamain. And as Rashi explains, hold on. By Adam Zaybimim, the Torah explicitly says what they wanted to do happens to them. If, let's say, two Adam say that Reuven cut Shimon's hand off. If the punishment for Reuven would have been a hand for a hand, they would have cut off Reuven's hand. Now that the Edom Zoymimim are found to be liars, what should we do to the Edom Zoymimim? Cut off their hands. The fact that the Torah speaks about that the Edom Zoymimim's punishment is Yad Biyad, meaning Dover Hanitin Miyad Liyad, which is Mamain, is Araya, that this is what would have happened to Reuven. Only money and not losing his hand. Says the Gemara Elamiyato, the question on this ton of the Vedabhiyam. When in the same Pasik, in Pasha Shoifte, in Pedicutas Pasik, Chaf Aleph, it says Regal Beregel, Regal Beragel, Nami Hachinami. Don't forget, when it comes to an, a foot to a foot, doesn't mean money. See, money goes from hand to hand. You don't pay money like foot to foot. So if I care, the Regal Beregel should mean you cut off their feet, which is a proof that if they would not have been caught liars, if they would have been accepted as good Adim, based on their testimony that Reuven cut Shimon's foot off, based on would have cut Reuven's foot off. Fakert is Akasha. It does mean corporal punishment. Amri, they answered that the Veirabchia, also the Kroyeseiru Kodarshi, the real Limud, is from the whole, the fact that the whole Pasuk is extra. Michti behold, Ksiv, it says, Vasi Samloi, you should do to the Adim. Like they were conspiring to do to their fellow. Now, if Reuven, who God forbid, if we were to accept, cut off Shimon's hand, if you do to the Edom what he wanted to do to Reuven, and if by Reuven the punishment would have been losing his hand, the whole Pasuk is extra. The whole Yad Biyad, Regal Regal, Yad Biyad Lamali. Ah, from the extra Shmami Neimamein. Again, the Gemara asks, well, just to tell you an extra word, to hint mamain, you need one extra expression. Regal beregal lamali. Same answer as we had before. I did the yod yod, nami, regal beregal. Weiter. Now the Gemara begins with Amiroyim. Abaya, the Bacha means to Amar. Abaya gives you another proof that ayin, the Tachas ayin, means financial compensation, not. Literal eye for an eye. As Yom Edetani the Vechiskia. Abaye used to quote a Tana from the Yeshiva of Chiskia. The Tana the Vechiskia. Again, Parshas Mishpatim. Pedik Chav Aleph. Pasik Chav Gimel. That's in the whole Parsha of Chiyin Natsu Anoshim Venagfu Ishahara. So the first Pasik speaks about a case what Veloye Asin. Then in Pasik Chav Gimel it says Veim Asin Yihia, meaning if the woman got killed. So the pasuk begins, Nefesh Tachas Nefesh. 
Then the Pasuk continues, Ayin Tachasayin, Shein Tachasayin, etc. So Ayin Tachasayin, Nefesh Tachas Nefesh. It's interesting how the Gemara reverts to order. Because Nefesh Tachas Nefesh is at the end of Pasuk Chav Gimel where it says, V'im Asin Yia, V'nosata Nefesh Tachas Nefesh. And then the next Pasuk, Pasuk Chav Dalet begins, Ayin Tachasayin. It's Ayin Shein Yia the Negel. Ayin Tachasayin. So it says, It's an eye for an eye or a life for a life. By the way, a life for a life is literal. And by murder, under the right circumstances with Mezid, Edim, Hasra, it's like a life for a life. But he wants to say the following. It's either a life for a life or whatever the eye for the eye means. But it's never nefesh v'ayin tachasayin. It's never a life and an eye because he took out an eye. Meaning, explains, if you were to think, mamish, if ayin tachas ayin means mamish, don't think that God forbid, if Bezdin would have needed to make someone blind, don't think that you can just limit it by only taking out his eye. Once you take someone else's eye out, it could be, he's going to end up dying. Now that's not fair. Reuven blinded Shimon. Bezdin is going to blind Reuven and kill him, which might happen. Zilman, the Mishkachas law, sometimes it's going to happen that Ayin V'nefesh Tachas Ayin. Why will be Ayin V'nefesh? Because the Bahadi, the Averle, while Bezdin is blinding the assailant, Nafkele Neshmasi, the assailant can die. Is a raya that you don't blind him, it's only money. Ah, says the Gemara again, we don't accept that. To my question, what kind of proof do you have from there? Dilma, maybe, maybe, we assess the health of the assailant. And a doctor will tell the Beisdin that if he's able to handle get, losing his eye, then, we, then if that were to mean literally, then we would blind his eye. And the and if the doctors will tell Beisdin that the assailant doesn't have the health to lose an eye, we wouldn't do it. And now continues the Gemara, and if Beisdin says that he is able to handle it, and and we did it, and if still. Unfortunately, the nafik ruchei, the assailant loses his life, doesn't bother us. Of course it bothers us. Halachically it doesn't bother us. Imo if he died, he died. And I'll prove it to you. Me like Tanan, did we not learn? Gabba Malkis. We'll learn this in the Makis. That before they hit a person, the Torah says 40 minus 1. Right? But they used to evaluate the person. And if they said, they told Bezin, listen, he cannot handle more than 10 knacks. So he only got 10 new whips. Now what happens if even those 10 he was unable to handle? What happens if the shliach basin that was whipping him killed him? What's the din? He doesn't get punished. He doesn't even go into Golos. Why? They made the evaluation. Bezdin did what appeared to be the right thing to do. If he died, he died. So the, just like there, here also. So you can't prove from ayin tachas ayin, v'loi nefesh v'ayin tachas ayin, by the fact that he might die, because Bezdin will make the umdana, and that's enough. Refuted. Next, Rabzvid, in the name, we're going to go with the gear, so we have in the bottom from the Yaivitz, and from the Mesedes Hashats, that he's quoting in the name of Rava. So Rabzvid, in the name of Rava, Omar, he had the stars to the bottom of Ramad by me. Omar Krot, says in the Pasik, in Parshas Mishpat, in Pedik of Aleph, Pasik of Hey, So Pasuk Chav Gimel ends Nefesh Tachas Nefesh. Pasuk Chav Dalet, now we know this Pesuk in my heart, gives the four. Yad Tachas Yad, Regal Tachas Regal. No, Yad Tachas Yad, Ayin Tachas Ayin, Shein Tachas Shein. It's Ayin Shein, Yad Tachas Yad, Regal Tachas Regal. And then you have a Pasuk Chav The whole Pasuk Chav is extra. 
Pasuk Chafei reads, Keviyah Tachas Keviyah, which means a burn in the place of a burn. Petza Tachas Petza, a wound in the place of a wound. Chabura, a bruise, Tachas Chabura. We already got that idea from the previous Pasuk. So we learn that the, the reason why the Torah said petza tachas patsa, a wound for a wound, is to teach you that in the case where Adam was mazik another person, the din of like we learned in the Mishnah, that you have to pay the max, the chamisha devarim, means that even in a case where you have to pay nezek, even where you have to pay dam damage, you still have to pay tzad. Don't say you only pay tzad where there's no nezek. Like if someone hurt the other person's finger and nail, there's no permanent damage, only there do you pay for tzad. Even in a case where there is permanent damage and you pay nezek, you still have to pay for the pain. That is what we learn from the extra. Now, if it were to mean literally, who would need anything extra? If, let's say, ayin tachasayin is literal, and we take a knee, to, to, he should pay for the pain on top of the Nezek, you already did that by blinding his eye. Just like when Reuven blinded Shimon's eye, he cost for Shimon Nezek and Sar. If Bezin were to blind Reuven's eye, as a punishment, he would have Nezek and Sar. So who needs the Petzatachas Patsa? Proof. Says the Gemara, no, nish, no proof. Oh my kushya, what kind of proof is that? Dilma, maybe, Ika, Inish, there are certain people, the Mafanak, that they are delicate, and Islay Tzaratvei. Let's say Reuven, God forbid, blinded Shimon. And Shimon is a delicate person. Not only did he have the nezek of losing an eye, he had tremendous amount of pain. Every person feels pain differently. And the Ike Inish, and our other people, let's say Reuven, the Lamephonically, that he's not so delicate. And less late Sada, he doesn't have that much pain. And Lamainaf Kimina, why is that important to know? For this, that Lemisve Leheg, the Bene Yobene. Maybe Ayn Tachasayin means literal. However, you still need the extra words patsa to teach you that if the assailant experienced less pain, not only do you blind his eye, but now he has to pay money to Shimon because Shimon had more pain than he had. So it's still needed, even if it were to mean literally, so there's no proof. Next, Rav Papa in the name of Rav Amar, that Amar Krav right, right before Shani and Mishpatim, that V'im Yakum V'Saleh Bechutz, Remember that? So the Pasuk ends, that heal, you shall heal him. And why is that needed? Here also we have this statement, that we have to pay for the healing. Even when you have to pay for the damage, that's why the trader says the words, you will learn more about this extra word soon. Now proves the Gemara, proves the Rav Papa, in the name of Rav, if Ayin Tachasayin were to mean literally, who needed the we know that you have to pay for medical bills on top of paying for the healing because just like if Reuven blinded Shimon, Shimon not only is devalued, there's Nezek, but Shimon now will have to pay for his healing. If Ayin Tachasayin would have been literally, then if you blind Reuven, Reuven loses his value and Reuven has to heal himself. So it was a proof that Ayin Tachasayin means Mamayin. Here also the Gemara says, no, I'm going to refute your proof. Why? Because my kushya, what kind of raya do you have? Dilma, maybe, ayin tachasayin means literal. 
still you need an extra varapoi yerape because ika the salik bisrei haya. There are certain people that heal quickly, and the ika the salik bisrei haya, and there are other people that do not heal quickly. And lemay naf keminon. Therefore, the difference will be lemeis of lay heich the beni ubeni reuven the blinded shimon. If we were to say we have to blind reuven. Still, the Torah will have to say Verapa Yerape because in the case where Shimon Nebuchadnezzar needs an, an, a year to heal himself, and his medical bills will cost a thousand dollars, Reuven, who got blinded from Beisdin, will heal in a month. To him, it's going to cost only a hundred dollars to heal himself. So the Torah now, in this case, is telling you not only does Reuven lose his eye, but Reuven has to pay the nine hundred dollar difference. You still need a verapa yerape, so there's no proof. Ravashi Omar Asya Tachas Tachas Mishoir. When the first wide line that Ksifach it says over here, Ayin Tachasayin, and it says Hasam in Pasuk Lamed Vav, right? The Imshoy Nagachum Itnal Sholshaim, the Pasuk that we learned with a lot earlier on in the Masechta. So the Torah says that Shalim Yishalim Shoir Tachas Hashoir. Ah, when my ox damages your ox, the penalty is money. So we have the Gezeda Shavah. Malahal and Mamayin, Afkan Mamayin. It sounds perfect. Says the Gemara Nisht, my chazis, why are you learning Tachas Tachas? The Yolaf Tachas Tachas from Shoir. Why don't you learn Tachas Tachas Mi Adam? Where do we find Adam? The Chzivit says, Venosata Nefesh Tachas Nefesh. Nefesh Tachas Nefesh means corporal. If one person murdered the other, then the murderer gets killed. Why don't we say Malahalan by murder Mamish, Afghan, Aintachasain Mamish? So to which they responded to back up Ravashi's proof, Amani Dunan Nizakin Minizakin. If you have an option what to make the Tachas Tachas from, damage from damage makes more sense, is a better fit. Asks the Gabara Adarabam, why don't we say a different logic that Dunan Adami Adam, man that murdered, man that Damaged. The ain't done an other me behemo. Answers the Gemara element of Ashi. You're right. Tachas, Tachas is not good from Shoir. It's Adam from Behema. But I'm going to find the Tachas by Adam. That's only monetary penalty. Where do we find that? Mitachas Asher Ina Yalafle. If a person, God forbid, rapes a woman, there, there is a 50 shekel knas that he pays Tachas Asher Ina because he afflicted her. So it's a man assailing another human being. Tachas, money. Here also, tachas, tachas, ain tachas, ain money. Adami adam, vinizakim, vinizakim. Perfect. Now that we concluded all these lamudim, some of them worked, some of them didn't. So how, now, Bechlal, it's good to remember that Rabbi Yezid Hagadol always learned things differently. Which is why ultimately, that was tragic. They put him into Chedim, as we will Amir Tzashem learn. So tying him, we learned that Rabbi Yezid Oymer, look at his words. Ayin, tachas, ayin, mamish. That's a typical Rabbi Eliezer. So the Gemara says, Mamish Rabbi Eliezer lays like a cholhani tanoi. Now really, you can say, yep, Rabbi Eliezer doesn't agree with any of the tanoim. But that can be. Because as we spoke out on the last year, let's not forget that when you deal with halacha lamaisa, from, since the basin of Moshe Rabbeinu, sadly, when people assailed, when people damaged the other, these things happened. It might not be that shchiach, but it happens. People injure others. No one ever paskent ayin tachas ayin mamish. There was never such a mesayrus. You can't have a machlekes in that. It's like someone inventing a new pair of tefillin. You can't have that. Because aside of whatever we learned orally, I'm putting on the tefillin of my father. I'm following something that everyone did. All the but they did him, 
never, none of them ever made ayin tachasayin mamish. So it can't be that Rebbe Yezir means that. So Omar Led Maharshal says, Rave, what he means, that the evaluation is not done the way all the other Tanoim hold it's done. Ayin tachasayin is money. How do you make the evaluation? What did we learn in the Mishnah? You take the victim. How much was he worth in the market being sold as a slave? We learned Machlekes Rashi Mi'iri. But be that as it may, how much is he worth now? That's the difference. Says Rabbi Eliezer, you don't make that evaluation. So the Gemara says, Well, if you don't evaluate him how much he would have been worth as a slave, what keman, kiben chayrin? How much as a non-slave did he lose value? How do you measure value for an eye? If not for the slave solution, you tell me a solution. Is there a number price a person can put on their limbs? No. So what did he mean that you don't evaluate him like an Evid? Ben Chayrin the East Lake Dame, will a free person ever put a price on their limbs? This is Gevaldik. Just like we found on Dafmem. Remember that? If my ox kills another person. And the Torah says that if, it, if my ox was a muad, then the owner vegamba all of Yumas. Then the Torah says, V'im koifer yushas That I have to pay koifer. And we had a machloikas tanoim. Yeah, exactly. Whose money do I pay for koifer? So the Chachamim hold the nizak. Rabbi Shmuel benoi holds no demei mazik. The same thing over here. Ayin tachasayin means money. The question is, whose money? So all the other opinions hold. What do you mean? If Reuven blinded Shimon, you have to take Shimon. How much was Shimon worth? How much is he worth now? That's the damage. Says Rabbi Yezer HaGadol, not the victim, the assailant. It's Kavaldik. It's Ayin Tachas Ayin, like we spoke about him yesterday in last year. When Reuven blind Shimon Be'emis, Reuven should lose his eye. That's why the Torah says Tachas Ayin. Elamai, the trader, Hashem, with his Rachmanis, allows us, so to say, to get a kapara with only paying money. But since Reuven really should have lost his eye when you make the evaluation, how much was he worth, how much is he worth, you evaluate the assailant's eye, the mazik's eye. That is what Rebbe Yezid is saying. Don't evaluate the nizik. It's not about the nizik. It's really his eye should have been lost. Elamai, you get away with it. It's like kapara's. You know, the mazik pays for the money of the mazik's eye, and that suffices. And again, just a quote, again, either B'Shem Rab Shemshen Astrapala, or in the name of the Gra, that the Tachasayin, the Gavaldi Kavart, that if you take the olive base and you line them down, the letter after Ayin, the Tachasayin is a pay. You spell Ayin, Ayin Yud Nun. The letter after Yud is a Chav, the letter after the Nun is a Samach. These are the letters of Kesef. That the Tachas Ayin, what comes under Ayin, isn't the place of Ayin. Let's move on. The time is moving. Says the Gemara, two dots. Hahu, Chamara, there was a donkey. The Kata Yada, the Yanuka, that severed the hand of a child. They came in front of our Papa Barshmuel. Tell the donkey driver to pay not only for the damage, but for all the other four things. So first of all, he said four. So when an Adam is the Mazik, you pay five. So he clarified when he said four, we had this before in the Mesechta, he meant aside of Nezek, the other four. Now the problem was, is that the Rav, 
being that a donkey severing a child's hand is very unusual, he didn't understand that the donkey did it. Obviously, he thought the donkey driver. But they told him, no, 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 the donkey damaged. And if an animal, if my animal damages, I only pay nezek. The chamisha devarim is only by other mamazik. Ah, so now that the Rav understood it was Taka the donkey, Amalahu, Zilu, Shumu, Miske, go evaluate the Nezek. Now, aside of Rabbi Yezer Hagadol, how would you evaluate the Nezek? You take the victim, which is a child, he has to undergo an assessment. You have to, how much would he be worth? How much is he worth? Don't think you can make this assessment without him getting involved. And this is a very important story, even though we're in a rush. Many times when people have to go to a Dintaira, or Lahavdu, when people go to court, it's traumatizing for them because sometimes they're going to be interrogated, you know, and they have to re remind themselves of the trauma. Many times victims say, I don't need it. I don't need the whole thing. I don't want to undergo the pain of this trial. So, you'll have to take the child to a slave market for people to look at him, for people to evaluate him. Well, that's what you need to do. Zilu, Shaimu, Kavda, says the Rav, yeah, take him to a slave market, find out exactly, you know, what is the value of his hand. So the father got involved. The father says, I don't want you guys to do this to my son. It's not enough that he lost his arm, but the Zilu, it's degrading for him. So, if you won't allow your son to undergo this type of evaluation, you're financially damaging your child. We won't be able, he won't be able to get compensation. Armalahu, the father says, you know what? I'll compensate him. Words, the father has the right to not allow for the assessment to happen as long as the father says when he'll get older, I'll appease him. The word appeasing is of great significance because the father really doesn't know exactly how much money he lost. He's never going to be evaluated. But he says, I'll give my son when he gets older enough money that he'll be Michael me. I'll appease him by the fact that I didn't allow him to undergo the uncomfortableness or the shame or the zila milsa and he'll, I'll make peace with him later. Next, there was an ox. Another important story. The Alice, Yadid, the Yanukan ox chewed off a child's hand. They came in front of Rava. Rava says, Zilu, Shaimu, Ka'avda. Same thing. Go evaluate the child. You know, how much was he worth as a slave? How much is he worth? Achleikas Rashi says, Evidivity. I mean, he says, Evidivity. Ah, here comes the sugya. So Amrulay, they questioned Rava, Bahamar, Huda Amar, you, the master of the souls, call Hanishim Ke'eved, Ein Goyven Oysem Bebavel. Not only do we not adjudicate Din Eknosis in Bavel, because in Bavel the Dayanim did not have the real smicha, which needs to be given not only by a musmach, but in Eretz Yisrael. And the rule is that whoever doesn't have real smicha doesn't have the power to adjudicate knasas, but Rava added to that, that any din taira, which is not speaking about a knas, not about a penalty, it's a, com a compensatory din taira. But if the amount of money is not fixed, like here, you have to make an assessment. It's harder to do that. Rava held that can also not be done by dayanim that don't have the real smicha. So, Rava himself is giving, telling you that now you should be, you should assess him ka'avda. It's going against what Rava holds and this sheet of Rava is going to be explained now. So Amr so Rava clarified himself, no, 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 I didn't mean that they should assess it 
because we're going to demand it from the owner of the ox, from the assailant. To eat tafas, it's only if the father of the child might grab some money from the owner of the ox. And the din is that eat tafas, tafas, we had that before, if you seize the money even on bubble, then you get to keep it. So Rava wanted, it's amazing, Rava says even before he sees it, that's the way Rashi learns, even before he sees the money, let us make an evaluation to know theoretically how much money is owed. Mustama Rava knew the father of the child, he's going to hop the money, he's going to do din benafshe, you know, Adam done din benafshe, so for Tfisa to know how much will allow him to keep if he seizes it. Gavalik. Now continues the Gemara. Rava Latime. Let's go learn Chitas Rava. The Amar Rava Rava holds. Niske Shoir Bishoir. If an ox happened through an ox, just to remember the Sudya. Shoir Bishoir. Bishoir means it was caused by an ox. It's always going to be that way. Niske Shoir Be Adam. If damage happened to a Shoir, Be Adam caused by a man that's damaged to an ox, how much do you pay for there? Only Nezik. I damage your property, I only pay Nezik. The Hamisha Devarim is Adam, Ba'adam. So there the Dinah is given us in Ba'bavol. Rava holds you demanded in Ba'bavol. Nezik is not Knas, and it's easy to assess. As we'll see in a moment. Niske Adam Ba'adam, if man damaged a man, or Niske Adam Bishoid, if damage happened to a man caused by an ox, Rava holds ain't given oisam bebavol. Now let's understand why. Why is it that if the man is the one that got damaged, Rava holds you don't make any assessment in bavol deloy because Elohim, that means judges. But in on Veleka, it says ad ho Elohim, Yahweh Devar Shneem. If damage happened to my ox, through your ox, through someone else's man, Nami turning to Daf Pedaladam and Beis, or it's getting late. Like Rashi says, the whole Parsha's Mishpatim uses the, ad, the, the concept that it has to be brought to a Beisden. The reason why, even in Bavel, Right, you could make an evaluation if a ox got damaged because we learned this concept in Git and Daf Peiches, even though the Beis Din and Bavel do not have smicha, but they are acting as Shluchim from the Dayanim and Eretz Yisrael. And in Toysvis, Git and Daf Peiches adds, even today, where the Dayanim and Eretz Yisrael also don't have smicha. So we're doing the Shlichos of the Dayanim that lived thousands of years ago that did have smicha. That also works. Which is Gavaldic, because you know, sometimes by the letter of the law, if the Meshalech is not living, then uh, Shliach doesn't have the power of Shlichas. But sometimes we do apply that. That even though the, the Dayanim, Hasmuchim, are no longer living, Toysva says, this concept of Shlichosayuk of Dinan could function in certain cases. So that's the rule. And me, the Dahava, like we find, when it comes to the dinim of admissions, when it comes to the dinim of loans, because we learned this together again, since the Latidinel Delas Bifne Lovin, you can't have a situation where there's no credit in the market. That kills the whole economy. So the Chachamim said, listen, theoretically, if you don't have smicha, you can't, you can't uh, be a judge. But if you're not going to have judges, no one is going to lend money to the other. So just like they allowed for cases of loans, they allowed Beisdin and Bavl to act as shluchim, Adam ba'adam. So, and therefore, and therefore Rava holds, if my ox got damaged through a shayr, through an Adam, they can also sit in judgment. So the question is, Adam ba'adam, ba'adam b'shayr, 
if a man gets damaged through another man, if a man gets damaged through a shayid, the question is, let Rava allow Bezdin and Bavl to act as agents from the Dayanam Smuchim. Answers the Gemara Amri. Ah. Only when it's in a matter that we are certain with the amount of money. The question, the obvious question, we'll be asking next line. But the moment you don't know the exact amount of money, we don't allow the basin to act as shluchim. So right away the Gemara says, hold on. If an ox gets damaged, but do you know without making an assessment how much money it's worth? Okay, you don't have to take a man to a slave market, but you have to take the ox to an to a ox market. How much was the ox worth before it got damaged? How much is it worth now? It's also not a clear-cut X amount of money. Every case is a case. An assessment is needed. Answers the Gemara. Ella, you're going to say, Puk chazi. What does the Bach say? Kama. Mizdabnei trader b'shuka. It's an easy assessment. Go to, the, go to an ox market and you'll find out how much money da- the damage is worth. They had slave markets then. It's not difficult to do. You don't have to be a genius to do it. Furthermore, there, the kitsay, it's a fixed amount. But we don't. Because kenosis, we don't apply in bubble. So if it's because the kimle begave, if that's the criterion, then they should apply kefal and tashlomei abar v'chamisha. Amri, they explained. Amri, they answered. That's the rule of Rav. It's not so simple. First of all, when do we allow Beisden to act as shluchim from the Dayanim Smuchim Eretz Yisrael when they are dealing with compensatory cases? The, the loser, the victim, lost money. He needs to be compensated. If he won't be compensated, he mamash has a loss. Then Beisden has the power to sit in judgment. But the knas means that it's not that he lost money. It's a whole different category of it than Torah. The Torah penalizes the assailant. Here, Loikov din Not enough of an answer. Asks the Gemara, Adam, Adam, the who one second. When a man damages a man, Nezek is he lost. He had value, he lost his value. So that's Mamaina. Navach Lichosayu. Why did Rava say that Adam ba Adam, you don't judge in Babel? Answers the Gemara, and now we're getting to the answer. That Kikov didn't shlichosayu, the meal of the shlicha. When did the Chachamim allow Beisdin to act as agents, as shluchim, when it's common? Adam ba Adam de shlicha. And by the way, the way many of the Paiskim, this is Nagi Allah Chalamaisa, hold that loy shlicha is for man to make a permanent damage in another man. Makes sense, even today. Thank God we're still not so acting animal-like. Even when men fight, they make a temporary damage. But to make a damage that you know, one person should knock the other person's eye out, and it's never going to come back, that's something very rare. And, and therefore, by Milsa Deloy Shechicha, that was the Rav's rule. If you have Smicha, you can rule. If you don't have Smicha, Loy Avdin and Shlichosayu. The Gemara is not happy yet. Hare Boishes. See, Boishes doesn't come only from losing a limb permanently. Boishas comes from two men fighting. One person slaps the other. We'll see, spit on the other. That's something that's more common, sadly. We're going to take out the word pigam. Because pigam, thank God, at least with, according to this version, is considered pigam. We're speaking about if one guy rapes a, a woman, there's a pigam that's considered halachically not shchiach. But boishas is shchiach. It's compensatory. 
Now, attack, it's not fixed. It's not needed the kites. But if the rule is shchiach or lo shchiach, then why don't we judge bushes in bavel? So they answered, you do. Hachinami. And I'll prove it to you. Rav Papa, Agbi Papa lived in bavel. Says the Gemara, uh-uh, don't answer it over from Rav Papa, even though one was a Talmud of the other. But we don't paskin like Rav Papa. The proof is the Shalach Rav When there was a case where Rav Chizda didn't know exactly how to evaluate Boishis, by the way, that's all in Bavl. So he asked Rav Nachman for guidance. So Rav Nachman responded, You want me to tell you a number for Boishis? He tells him, Chizda, Chizda, Knasa, Kamagbis, Bavl. Chavre, Boishes is not Knas, but it's like Knas, just to know that. So he called it, it's in the category of Knas, we don't collect Boishes in Babel. And the question is, why not? It's Shriach. Elot, so the Gemara adds, Ki kavdinan shlichosayu, number one, all according to Rava. Bemilsa de Shriacha, it has to be something that happens relatively usually, and the Izbech Hesaron Kis, and there is a loss. And there is a loss. And the, the, the nafkamina will be, we're going to paskin, like we keep on mentioning, that men, Adam ba Adam is loishchiach, only permanent. What happens today if a man damages a man not permanent? What about Shevis? What about Tripui? We're goyve bebavol, halach alamaisa. There's a machlekes ha-poiskin, but we paskin that you pay for that. Why do you pay for that? Because it's Musa deshchiach, and there's chsar and kiss. Boishis is no chsar and kiss. I got ashamed, okay, terrible. But I didn't lose any money from that. But if it's, you don't have both, then you don't do it in bubble. Then you, then you pay. I'm saying the boishes, not boishes. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. You pay in bubble. No, we pass that adam by adam is only by a by a permanent loss of limb. If there's no permanent loss of limb, I mean the the place can speak clearly about ripui and shevis. Ripui and Shavas, that you pay in bubble because of this, even according to Rava. Avol milsa de shchiach, veleis lechisaran kis, which is boishes, or milsa de lechchiach, even if there is chisaran kis, even if the, a man is mazik a man, he cut his hand off. Chisaran kis, but it's lechchiach, leivdin and shlichosayu. Hilkach, concluding that Adam ba Adam, afgav the isbe chisaran kis, nezek, given the lechchiach, leivdin and shlichosayu. Boishes, even though it's shchiach, sadly, people fight enough to ashamed the other. Even the lesbian chesar and kiss, lo yavdinu shlichosayu. Let's go on. Let's move on with late. You don't collect. It's not shchiach and bavul. Not even the nezik. That's what Rava said. A big chiddush. Well, in halacha, we're going to say that ripui and shavas. Ripui. There's a machlekes apayiskin. I. It's ripui from a permanent damage. Since ripui is shchiach by the normal damage, so loy plug. Once we are paskin dine ripui, once we paskin dine shavas, and that's, it makes so much sense, Danny. There's no slave market today. The whole evaluation is very difficult today. Let's move on, right? It's in Let's move on. That's not the logic. That's, that's not a question. Right. The question on Rava. Did Rava hold Shoir Bishoir? Look at this. Rava Paskin. Shoir Shehizik ain't Goivin Oisim Bebavel. And the Gemara clarifies exactly when did Rava speak about it. The Azik Man. Exactly which Shoir Bishoir did Rava say that ain't Goivin Bebavel? Ilim of the Azik Adam. If Shoir damaged Adam, then we don't even need the Rava to say you don't 
collected in Bavel, we just learned Ein Gavim B'Bavel. Elapshita, the case was the Azik Shoir, and Rava said Ein Gavim Oisim B'Bavel. Kasha answers the Gemara Amri, ah ah, you know when you say Ein Gavim B'Bavel, B'Tam, because we had before in Daftazvav, Amachloikis, whether Tam is called Kanas or Mamen. Let's go simply that we hold that Chatzin Nezek is called Kanas. That's why ain't Gaivim Bebabel. But over here, when are you Gaivim by Muad? Says the Gemara, but that can't be. Because Rav already said you don't become a Muad in Bavel. You know why you don't become a Muad in Bavel? Because if you're not Gaivim Tam in Bavel, then Bezin will never hear it in Torah by the case of a Shoid that gored someone else in Bavel. Because why are we judging it? It's a case of kanas. And if an animal is not judged in Beisden that you're a Tam, you can never become a Mu'ad. So the answer, no. The Iyayid Hasam, the animal became a Mu'ad in Eretz Yisrael. In Eretz Yisrael, you gave it in a Knossos. And then the animal was imported to Bavol, says the Gemara, that can't be. Because since that's unusual, and we just learned that answers the Gemara, the Asir Abban and the Hasim, via Udahachem. Now the case was that there are times that in Bavol you had Dayanim that had Smicha. If the Rabbanim moved here, they got Smicha. Once you get Smicha, real Smicha, you can judge the Niknosis, you can judge Milsa the Lashkicha everywhere. Says the Gemara, that's also unusual that those Dayanim moved to Bavol and there was an ox and the ox became a Muad in front of them. So if Saif Milsa the Lashkicha, Va'at Omrat, Milsa the Lashkicha, like of the Shlichosayu, answers the Gemara, let me explain to you. You're right. If the ox is goring, that will never happen in Bavol because time will never be ruled in Bavol. When did Rava say that Shoir Bishoir, you're going in Bavol? Shane Varegel. Simple, Gavaldik. Ella Kikamarava Bishain Varegel. Shain Varegel, what did we learn earlier in the Mesechta? They are Mu'adim Mitchilasim Ninu. And that is collected in Bavol. It's Shriach. There is a monetary loss, Chisar and Kis. You judge it in Bavol. By the way, even that, theoretically, you can't. You don't have Smicha. For that, we answer Shlichosayu. Let's move on. Let's chaparan as much as we could. So now we're continuing quoting from the Mishnah, Tsar. And the Mishnah gave an example of Tsar where there was no Nezik, as we'll keep on learning in the Sugya, whether there is Nezik, whether there is no Nezik, you got to pay Tsar regardless. And the example the Mishnah gave is we're reading inside the Gemara, quoting from the Mishnah, if the assailant burnt the victim with a spit, or with a nail, and the Mishnah says even on the victim's fingernail, meaning he doesn't have a loss of an evid, it grows back. You gotta pay for the pain. Who is this opinion? And as we'll prove that is really it's a machlekes tanoim. Our Mishnah goes like one Tana, like which Tana? Amadava. You should know Ben Azaihi. It's only according to Ben Azai and not according to Rebbe. That is Chevra Rava's answer that will be refuted. Now, the time we learned, Rabbi Oymen, we're going back to Parshas Mishpat and Pedikhof Aleph, Pasik Hafei, as we mentioned this in Ahmed Aleph, that after the Pasik speaks about Ayin Tachasayin, Shein Tachasayin, Yot Tachasayad, Regal Tachasragal, then in Pasik Hafei, the Torah seems to be repeating a whole Pasik that's extra. Kaviyah Tachas Kaviyah, a burn, Tachas a burn. Petza Tachas Batza, a wound for a wound. And Chabura Tachas Chabura, a bruise for a bruise. So the question is, the whole Pasig is extra. 
Now look at the words of the Braisa and look how Rava attempts to clarify it and how later we're going to clarify it on the opposite. Kviya nemrot chila. That's what the Rebbe says. Kviya is mentioned first. Benazi says, no, Chabur is mentioned first. By the way, in the Pasik, Kviya is mentioned first. Kviya tachas Kviya, Petza tachas Petza, Chabur tachas Chabur. So what, what do they mean? So Rava says, Rebbe holds. That's the meaning of Rebbe. That Kviya... When you read Kaviya Tachas Kaviya, your initial understanding is that Kaviya means the lace by Chabura Mashma. For some reason, that's the way that we would look at the Pasik. A burn means a burn that doesn't do permanent damage. For example, you burn the person's fingernail. And the Traira, Kasav Rahmana Chabura, so the Traira later at the end of the Pasik adds Chabura Tachas Chabura to change your wrong Havamina, to clarify that. Only the Kaviyah the Isbe Chabura, only a burn that makes a permanent blemish. There you have to pay for the burn. There you have to pay for the Tsar. Eloi, but if you make a burn and there's Tsar, but there's no Nezik, you don't have to pay. In other words, if that would be the meaning of Rebbe, our Mishnah is not Rebbe. Our Mishnah says you pay for Tsar, even Shalai Mamakim Nezik. Rebbe holds the opposite. Rava continuing to explain Benazi. Benazi holds Kaviya. When the Torah says Kaviya, the Izbe Chabura Mashman. Kaviya normally will cause a wound. Cause of Rahman and Chabura. The trade at the end adds Chabura Tachas Chabura. That Kaviya, even the Lesba Chabura. And our Mishnah is Benazi. Nice. It's definitely a machlik is tanoim, but says the Gemara mask of one of Papa to his Rebbe to Rava, he got it wrong. The opposite is more logical. That don't interpret the Baraisa that each Tana is telling you what the Havamina would have been. It doesn't work that way. You know that the Mishnayas, Baraisas are halachis. They are saying what the halach is. Rebbe says, meaning, when you read the word kviya, you initially would have thought, like in most cases, when you burn someone, you damage them. So the Torah later wrote Chabura to be Megala, that even a kviya, the Lezba Chabura, even when this Tsar and not Nezek, you got to pay for the Tsar, which is our Mishnah. So our Mishnah is really like Rebbe. Ben Azai is the one that says the opposite. That Chabur in Emrat Chila, meaning he holds that when the trader said just Kaviyah, I mistakenly would have thought the lays be Chabur And on that writes the Torah. That's why Ben Azai, like Rebbe, is emphasizing the Maskana. Chabura, legaluya Allah, the Kaviyah is be Chabur in, Eloi Eloi, the Amaskana Kaimi. Each one is telling you the Din, not the Havamino. That's number one, and we're going to accept that. And number two, Inami, I'll tell you, the Kula Al Mukviya, Ben the Isbe Chavura, Ben the Leisbe Chavura Mashma. You know, when the trader says, Chavura, Amar Kviya, Tachas Kviya, a burn for a burn, the very fact that the trader does not specify whether the burn caused damage or not, you have to accept that burning means the pain for the burn, the Tsar. Kviya, Tachas Kviya means Tsar no matter what. However, this is fantastic. We have from the Yud Gimel Midas the rule Klal Uprat What's the rule? So if the Klal and Prat would have been mamish juxtaposed, if the trader would have written without the Petzatachas Potza, and the next would have been Chabura Tachas Chabura. Chabura means a bruise. There is a, a permanent blemish. 
then everyone would hold that when do you have to pay for the pain of the burn only if it also caused a permanent chabura. The prat would have limited the klal. The challenge here is that you have the words petza, tachas, patza in middle. It separated the klal from the prat. Let's read it inside. Rebbe holds, ain't done an oise prat. So we're back to Rav Papa. Rebbe is the one that holds that you have to pay for a sar, even if it didn't do damage. Because it says kviya tachas kviya. I, the trader later, says chabura tachas chabura, but there's a break in between the klal and the prat. Ben Azai is the one that holds savar dan an oise beprat. Now says the Gemara vechitei mechabura l'Rabbi Lameli oibazoi. Since chabura tachas chabura is not limiting the klal, why did Hashem have to write it? Explains the Gemara. We'll conclude with this l'damim yisaidim, which means let's halt kav. Let's go. Kviya tachas kviya means whether there is nezik or not. Regardless, you got to pay for the pain of the burn. When the Torah adds the words petza, tachas, patza, as we learned in the Bryce and Ahmed Aleph, that comes to teach you that if there is both pain and sar, right, that was the Bryce that we learned, petza, tachas, patza, quoting from the Bryce, litain sar, bimakim nezek. That you have to pay for both. But you would have thought, when do you pay for both? That's the way the Meroim Yisada learns Pshat and Rashi. When the Iker was the nezek which is the normal case. You know, you hurt, you cut someone's finger off. They're worth less money. Not only do you pay for their devaluation, not only do you pay for the nezek, you also have to pay for the tsar. So now the trader adds the words chabura tachas kabura to tell you that if the main damage was the pain, there was only a little bit of nezek. Here also, we don't say that nezek is somehow included in the tsar. Even when the main penalty is going to be tsar, if there is both nezek and tsar, regardless which one is more than the other, you have to pay for both. And that's the sheet of the Mishnah, because you always have to pay. If you only have one damage, if there's only tsar, pay for the tsar. If there's only nezek, pay for the nezek. If there's both, pay for both, regardless which one is more and which one is less. And with this, we concluded daf pay dalit to be continued.